the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, I'm in New York with champagne and disco. Take some LA slash San Francisco. But actually, Oakland and Alameda. He goes in Berkeley with a communist leader. Mine was in tune with a boombox and walkman. I was a horrible girl that was back then. The gloves and gloves, the wisdom teeth. What you on about? I feel it in my bones. I'm Rob Black. It's that time again to speak with technology writer for the street.com, Chris Siaccia. Chris, technology writer, technology editor, what exactly are you at the street? I'm tech editor, Rob. Perfect, thank you. Um, Apple, uh, stock that I own, hitting an all-time high today. It's been a pretty good week for them as far as earnings and headlines go. What do you got for us? Yeah, it's been a really gangbusters week for Apple. They're firing on all cylinders right now. The iPhone was exceptionally strong in uh, in their fiscal fourth quarter. There's a lot of excitement right now about Apple Pay. That seems to be going pretty well. They talked about that a little bit on the call. And the stock is, you know, at 103, like you said, sudden all-time high. So it seems like it's, you know, you know, skies are clear into into the end of the year. Um, you know, barring on any unforeseen macro events or anything, you know, that happens, um, you know, with, with the business, you know, it seems like things are still clear for now. So, obviously, the quarter for Apple, let's stick with that for just a second, was gangbusters, it was blowout. Um, it's stunning to look at how many billions of dollars they earn on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis, on an annual basis, $150 billion plus cash, but it all is boiling down to that, that iPhone. It is lives and dies by that sword, so to speak. Would you say so? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, more than half of the revenue comes from the iPhone. I think $23 billion or so this quarter came from the iPhone. But what's also surprising this quarter is how just how strong the Mac is. PC sales are flat to declining depending upon which market you're in. And Apple's uh, Mac sales were up 21% year over year. So Apple is the only PC maker where anybody is actually buying them and, and is showing any kind of growth. And that's due in part to some of the refreshes you saw earlier this year, as well as the price cut that happened earlier this year. Mac's always been a great computer, but it's always been a little bit too expensive for a lot of uh, the population, and they dropped the price on the MacBook Air by $100. So that, that opens it up to a whole slew of new people, and you're seeing their effect on the numbers. Speaking of which, um, obviously, penetration of Macs, it's, I saw last quarter they hit number five worldwide as far as computer maker goes. A lot of people don't know that. They still have a lot of upside potentially in selling computers. Is that potentially a leg up for them, or is that potentially another you know, multi-billion dollar franchise down the road? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, have, they said that you know, they have their highest market share in PC sales since 1995, so it's almost 20 years ago where Apple was, you know, really relevant when it came to PC sales. And as they continue to tweak 
um, you know, their cost structure on the Mac and, and get it down a little further to open up to a little bit more um, wider of a population while maintaining, you know, their premium effect on the Mac and their premium, their premium price, you know, it's a, it's a huge business. I mean, people still need to own notebooks and, and desktops because you can't do everything on the tablet, even though Apple and other tablet makers would like you to. Um, so there's a whole slew of um, people that want to upgrade their computers, whether it's because of age or just because, you know, they become a little bit more accustomed to seeing and using Apple products. It just becomes a, a huge opportunity for Apple, especially in China, where they had an exceptionally strong growth this quarter. Let's talk a little bit about China. Um, I see that there's headlines this morning that Apple's going to open up more stores in China. That's obviously, I think, a no-brainer with the billions of people there. Is Apple ultimately going to succeed in China, or is China, you know, they've got some rip-off, knock-off phones? Uh, what do you think the opportunities are in China? China is a humongous market for Apple, and I, I project that, you know, within the next couple of you know, two or three years down the line, it, it probably surpasses um, North America as Apple's biggest market. And that's for quite a few different reasons. Apple's been very strategic in how they enter China. They've been very careful not to aggravate the Chinese government, which, as we all know, you need to work with and you need to play by their rules if you want to succeed in the country. And let's face it, Chinese consumers love their iPhones. And the iPhone 5S was extremely successful in China last year, and with the uh, invention of the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6 Plus, you know, Chinese consumers have been really gravitating towards those phones, especially the 6 Plus because of the larger size. So they've been very cautious about how they enter China because they know it's a, an enormous opportunity for them, and they're going to do everything in their power to get it right, and I don't see them faltering on that. I saw this morning, Chris, I'm speaking with Chris Iaccia, from the street.com, an uh, Apple Pay glitch where Bank of America is refunding some Apple payments that were doubly charged. It's not a perfect rollout, but from everything I'm hearing, it's a pretty darn good system, this Apple Pay, uh, for safety as well as for convenience. Yeah, and I, I've seen the same things, Rob, and you know, it's unfortunate that people overcharge or doubly charge, but you're always going to have those kinds of glitches, especially in the beginning. As new technology comes out, I'm sure, you know, I don't think it's going to affect, you know, many more customers. And, and Bank of America said it only affected around 10,000 or so. And then you consider that Apple has hundreds of millions of iPhones out in, out in the wild. I mean, that's a really small number. So I don't think it's, you know, it's really ever going to be a material problem for Apple unless it continues to happen. And considering how conscientious Apple is about making all of its products and services and software, you know, meticulous and you know, getting things right as soon as they see a problem. I really can't see this for seeing being a big problem for Apple or its partners. We've got a couple more minutes left. Anything else that you want to hit on with Apple as far as what you're working on at the current time? Yeah, I think the big thing for Apple going into 2015 is, you know, how we see the watch being received. They're a little cagey on the earnings call. They said that they would not disclose initial sales of the watch by itself, that they're going to put it into another category, which will include things like Beats headphones and iPod sales and a couple of other um, products. 
So we won't get a true sense of how successful the watch is, probably outside of, you know, initial weekend sales or something like that. But, you know, they've been really pushing the watch, you know, both in technology and in fashion as well. It was on the cover of Vogue. Um, Johnny Ive was doing some interviews with some big fashion publications. So they're really trying to hit home that this watch is more than just, you know, your average your device for, you know, your first adopter, your tech geek, that it's really something that you're going to want to own and, and is applicable in all um, aspects of life. So it'll be really interesting to see how well the watch is received in 2015 and then further out. Thanks very much. It's Chris Siaccia, tech editor at thestreet.com. Does a lot of tech contributions. Talking a little bit about Apple and what they reported this week, how well they're doing with Apple Pay, we still don't really have a very good clue or insight into how Apple's going to monetize Apple Pay. Some people think it's going to be a percentage of the transaction. Some people think it's going to be with the relationship with the banks on the back end. Um, we'll learn more as the quarters and years unfold. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about um, let's see, I, there's a story out today on George Soros, and he's just this fantastic multi-billionaire investor, great guy, um, when it comes to investing, like, nuggets that you want to hear. He's warning Europe and their democracies over the threat that a resurgent Russia poses to the continent. He wrote an essay, I suppose it is for the New York Review of Books. Uh, he calls for more economic and military support for Ukraine, as well as the abandonment of the Eurozone's current austerity programs. He thinks Europe is facing a challenge from Russia to its very existence. Europe's very existence is challenged. And he's really kind of out there, like, highlighting this pretty hardcore. He says the bureaucracy of the EU is no longer has a monopoly of power, and it has little to be proud of. It should learn to be more united, flexible, and efficient. It's high time for the members of the European Union to wake up and behave as countries indirectly at war. Um, he was living in Hungary in 1944 when Germany invaded. And I, I think it's interesting how he has this angle of this concept just to get mad um, at what he's seen. So he goes to Capitol Hill and he'll talk to you know politicians about it. And... Uh, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that in the world of investing that it's so indirect to us because we don't feel like we need Europe to rock and roll, but you certainly need the world to put the whole puzzle together. And missing Europe is a big part of that puzzle. And as an investor, you're going to learn more and more that you know growth in the United States is more subdued, so we are going to need growth to get a complete balanced portfolio um, from outside this country. Um, and I hate saying that. Like, I don't want people to freak out and go, oh, Rob just said the U.S. isn't going to be good anymore. No, I didn't. I, I said it's not going to be as great. And you'll still want to put you know, a large portion of your money in the U.S. markets, but you're going to have to learn how to you know, play in foreign markets too, whether it's through ETFs or through indexes sometimes individual stocks but uh 
I like that Source is getting mad because, like, it, it, it's important that we do. Uh, we want to unite this whole European Union issue. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 